I think it's important to consider the timing of it and how quickly you go in or out. Um, for example, um, I had a great example and I just lost it. So there you go. Um, <laughs> the trend um, left, came in your brain and it left just as it fast. It did. claim to be a wise man well that surely means that i don't know as we kick off episode number 140 of the promo upfront podcast i am one of your hosts bill petrie with me as always back from mexico let's call him the ombudsman of the online 18 18 the <laughs> one and only kirby hosman kirby how the hell are you I'm doing well, doing well. Like you said, I got um, a couple days out of the country there in Mexico, which was just sunshine, man. And you know, I love the warmer weather, love a little sunshine break, especially this time of year. Um, and we've come back and actually the weather's not been too bad here in Ohio. So I am doing well, my brother. How are you? Doing great. I uh, had a nice weekend. I uh, was able to see uh, Josh, my business yeah. partner, and hang out with him for a little bit. And then all day Sunday, it was gorgeous out here. So I spent time outside reading just quietly mm. did some cooking so i had a great weekend um you know i i my i have to thank my wife for making it very easy for me to have that kind of day nice and, and what's interesting about it kirby it got me to thinking <laughs> yeah in an increasingly complex world kirby working with companies that make it easy for you to do business with them has more value than ever i think we would totally agree on that yep, yep. and when it comes to making the lives of distributors easier you know who i'm talking about i'm talking about our pals over at evans manufacturing now that they're part of the hpg family of companies Evans remains solely focused on making every single transaction as frictionless as possible. Now, that alone is enough to partner with Evans, but when you factor in their beautifully crafted and decorated merchandise, it's really a no-brainer to work with Evans. In fact, over a one-week period in February, Kirby, get this, Evans received over 100 A-plus ratings in Sage over wow. one week. That does not happen by accident, does it, Kirby? It, it does not. I mean, I think that... When, and I didn't know that. So that was the first time I was hearing that stat. And that's kind of amazing, really. I mean, the idea of that anybody who's ever tried to even just get Google reviews or, or things like that, even if you're requesting them, it's hard to get people who are passionate enough to do it. And the idea that you've got 100 people in one week, that's incredible. Yeah, Kirby, I couldn't have said it better myself. Alan Vaught and the leadership team over at Evans have intentionally uh, has intentionally crafted a culture of caring that really flows throughout the organization. You and I have experienced that in person yep. uh, from manufacturing to account representation, to customer care, to ongoing communication, to delivery. Evans truly makes it easy for distributors to work with them. So Mr. And Mrs. Distributor, if you want to take some stress off of your plate, head over to evans-mfg.com right now. And you'll be saying like things like this distributor did in a recent Sage review. They said, Evans is one of our go-to suppliers. Their quality and service is always amazing and consistent. Again, when you want to work with a supplier that's always amazing and consistent, take some stress away by visiting Evans Manufacturing at evans-mfg.com. Now, Kirby, 
I want to thank you for having the courage to podcast with me today. Back from vacation, re-entry is is never easy. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, you do have the upfront section of the podcast today. I know you're going to bravely soldier through. I will, and and thankfully, PPAI made it easy on me. So uh, you know, I think the um, the obvious topic um, was the online eighteen. Um, sorry about the train. There's no avoiding it. Um, so the online as, 18, as which, Aerosmith once said, the train kept a rolling all night long. Yeah. So released its uh, list of the online 18 influencers, which happens each year um, around this time. Um, now, I will say they did a list in advance of it, right? That was um, the influencers of companies. And I want to kind of discuss that at some point. Sure. But um, quick perspectives on it. Um, my My overall takes. Um, or, you know, I, 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 they changed. So let me step back. Sorry. Last year, Dale Denham did the online 18. That's who created it. That's who's been doing it. You know, this, but just to say it for the listener. And he actually asked us, uh, separately off the air and he mm -hmm. said, Hey, discuss it. And then let me know if, you know, you guys think I should keep doing it. And I think we both agreed last year that probably not. Right. And so we said that and we did, we weren't taking shots. He asked, right? No, um, we, we gave an honest, we, we, we gave yeah. an honest opinion that Dale as now the president and CEO of PPAI. It just is not a great look for him to arbitrarily decide yeah. who is an influencer and who is not that it was time to either stop the list or turn it over to the editorial team. And he did the latter. Yeah, he did that. And so I, I actually kind of, that part, I, I really dug, I, I like the, you you and I talk about this. I really like this list. I like all the lists. They, they, they're they fun fodder for us to talk about. Plus, I just enjoy uh, learning. And I think back to the very first year that Dale did this list, and I wasn't on the very first year. But what it did was it it showed me people who I probably should be following. And mm -hmm. that's the way I took it. And this year, with a fresh perspective, uh, different faces that are on it, I thought that was cool. Now, if I'm being honest, Bill... When I saw fresh faces that I didn't know, and I knew quite a few, yeah, yeah, I was like, well, if it's an influencer list, how is it that I don't know them? I'm yeah. just like, now, before you skewer me, I I, I kind of shifted my perspective and said, not you, but just the collective you. I was like, you know what? No, this is another opportunity to go back and say, look, these are people who are doing good things. I, in an industry our size, the idea that we would know everybody is a little bit um, myopic. And so mm -hmm. I, I like the idea that there were some fresh faces on it. And <laughs> I thought that the, the fresh perspective of the list by the, the staff was really cool. So that, that it was yeah. sort of my take. I wanted to see what your take was. So yeah, I, I didn't know they were doing an individual list. I mean, you right. just the, the company's list came out uh, um, and I thought, okay, that's it. Okay, yeah, great. Um, and there were some really interesting ones on there. I thought, I thought, you know, it's a, it's a list. It's an, it's a, it's an opinion-based list. There's no right. metric. It's gut feel. And so I always take that into consideration right. when I start looking at the list. So I don't have anything to criticize or anything like that. It, it, it is what it is. Um, I do like the fact that the editorial team at PPAI has taken this list over. Mm -hmm. I also like the fact that uh, there were some people I wasn't familiar with. Um, I was surprised. I mean, sometimes I look at the list and I think... Um, Oh, I didn't know they were that deep entrenched in social. Right. There were frankly people I didn't even know existed on right. this list. And sure. that's maybe that's a testament to me. And maybe I'm too focused on my own stuff. So maybe right. that's a shot at myself. Right. Um, 
I will say this, and I, I guess I have to live up to what they wrote that I'm always willing to give a hot take. So here's <laughs> a hot take. Um, I am not saying this because of any other reason other than I think you being at 17 is borderline ridiculous. Um, when it comes, this is a measurement, especially on the individual side, this is a measurement of content marketing. And I think it's cool. I think it's cool because it, it, it validates the value of content marketing. So right. I, I don't have an yeah, issue that with that. Good. But you were the pioneer in this industry of, mm. of content marketing. I don't that's think there's kind. any question about that. Uh, I think that's a fact. Now, that's not to say that people may not end up doing it better than you from time sure. to time. Sure. Yeah. But 17 felt a little low. And by a little, I mean like 12, 15 places low. Um, I thought that was a little low. I will say I loved seeing people like Mitch Silver on there. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think what he does on LinkedIn is almost the next iteration of what I see as content marketing. He does mm -hmm. these videos and or asks theoretical questions or has great pictures. But he really probes people in terms of thought-provoking questions, thought-provoking comments, things like that. So I thought that was great. Um, I thought, uh, you know, Joshua Pospisil, uh, there's a, if, if Nick Latour owns Mondays, then <laughs> Joshua Pospisil owns Wednesdays. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what he will do. I'm hoping that there's something else he's got in the, in the works right. other than uh, the pink Wednesdays, which I think are great, but you know, let's, let's, I'd like to see some other things. So uh, again, great list. Uh, I'm honored to be on it. I know you're honored to be on yeah, it. Of course. Um, it's not easy to put together an arbitrary list. Mm, uh, so I really do want to say that. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, if you're looking, if you're new to the promo industry, uh, the branded merch industry, the promotional products industry, the swag industry, whatever the hell we're calling it today. Yeah. If you're new to the industry where we use decorated nuggets of goodness <laughs> to influence people, these are companies and individuals you should either get to know or at least know of because there's a lot of knowledge there. And I think that mm -hmm. was my biggest takeaway from this. A ton of knowledge there. Yeah. Um, I do like the fact that they broke it up a little okay. bit. But I will say this, I think if you have, like, here's what I don't understand. Right. Now, and I hear, I got a beef. I have. Okay. Beef. All right. You're going to put Logo Jojo, the company at number 11 on the company's list. Deserved, by the way. Ellie Bath, who runs Logo Jojo, is very tied into her own brand and does right. a great job with it. How is she not on the individual list? Mm hmm Right. I don't yeah. understand that because to me, those two are woven together. Now, there may have been some backroom discussion saying, okay, that is basically Ellie Bath is Logo yeah. Jojo. So we're not going to do that. Again, I always want more transparency with these things. It's the thing I always complain about. I want to know what the met criteria was, the metrics and all that. Um, but yeah. that being said, and I'm not complaining. It sounds like I'm complaining. Yeah. It's an honor to be on the list. It's an honor to be number 11. You yeah. should be higher. A couple oh. other people should be higher, in my yeah. opinion. Uh but, and thank, uh, and thank you for the kind words. I appreciate you saying that. Again, I think you as well are one of the leaders in the industry, and so I, it's very cool. And I appreciate the, sort of the kind words. I agree with them that you are willing to take on the hot takes. Uh, it was funny in reading that that um, was one of my things that I was like, yeah. I think that that's true. And I honestly, in my mind, there are times where you wade into arguments on promotional products professionals page that I'm just like, screw those people. 
Yeah. I have no interest in trying to argue with that. It hey. breaks rule number two for me. Rule number two I is know. never argue with an idiot. They'll drag you down to their level and then beat you with experience. Right. And I like I occasionally get sucked in and I just purposefully don't. Now, my take on the other list. Um, yeah. So about organizations. So now that I understand that the organizations list was in addition to the individuals list, I, I think it's really, really cool. I do too. But I don't think either you or I, and, and again, just understood, I think both of us thought that the organizations list was now this list. The list. The list. And we, in, in the interest of transparency, I noticed neither of us brought it up last week because I was like, well, that's just not even the same thing. And so yeah. it, it, and I, I've had this a couple different times where it's like, well, if you just, when you announce it, say, hey, we're going to be doing the the online 18 individual list later, but we've actually added something to it and it's this, then I think I would have looked at that list with a totally different set of expectations and a level of interest. And because I, I saw the, the first list and I was like, well, what the hell is this? I don't even understand it. And kudos to HPG yeah. and brand, like all the folks that were on it. But I'm like, well, that's not the same thing. And had one sentence in the explanation that just said, this is we're doing this in addition to the thing we've done in the past and our uh, the other list is coming out next week, then I'd have been like, oh, interesting. And I love the addition. Now that I understand that I like it, a week ago, yeah. I, I didn't get it at all. Yeah, and, and I do like treading into arguments because I, I serve both suppliers and distributors. Yep. So yep. I have the opportunity, I have the, the lovely opportunity every week to piss both sides of the industry <laughs> off. And I like that. Um, as far as the, the company list, we, we did, Kirby and I did speak about, we're not going to talk about it because we didn't understand it. It didn't make sense to us. I will say, um, I reread, if you go back to the company's red list, if you reread it buried in there, it wasn't exactly highlighted. I will say that it did say next week, you know, this is part one. Okay. It wasn't labeled as part one when it came out. But in I, the in the sentence, it came. If, said, if you know, I go back, if I have one. to go back and read something that both of us read and neither of us got originally, yeah. I, I, I get I, it. So I, on me, but then it wasn't very well illustrated because if I got to comb through shit, your yeah. your audience doesn't do that. They just don't. no. It wasn't. So, it was not broadcast in such no. a way. Hey, here's part one and part mm -hmm. two's coming next week. It was. It was in there, but it was kind of in the fifth paragraph, middle mm -hmm. sentence. So you really had to read everything. And in a society where we're all moving so fast, it probably makes sense to, to broadcast that a little more. But again, bottom line, kudos to the editorial team yep. that does this. It's not easy. You open yourself up for people like us, us type right. of yuck monkeys to kind of start criticizing and all that. But uh, great list. And honestly, truly anybody, you know, all the companies on the list, all the individuals on the list, Awesome. This is the group of people that keep creating and pushing the industry forward. So kudos to everybody. You know what, Kirby? We're pretty amped up. I don't know yeah. if I need to amp up the podcast. You know what? I got actually, yeah, I do. Got I got to amp it up. <laughs> I got to amp up the podcast. Hey, distributors, is your marketing working? If you can't answer that question with an immediate yes, then you need to reach out to our good pals over at Promo Pulse. That's right. They can help you consistently amplify your sales through stunningly beautiful outbound marketing that's so easy. You customize it, you set it, and then you forget it in five, five minutes. Learn more at promopulse.io slash amp. Okay, Kirby, I guess it's up to me to talk about something now. Right. Um, Unless you want me to. 
Nope, I want to. <laughs> Influencer marketing predictions for 2023. Okay. Are you are you up for this? Sure. Whatever. I'm I'm, I'm I figured you in. would be. All right. Influencer marketing predictions for 2023. And this comes from the Marketing Technology Insights. I don't know what that is. Sounds good. Okay. Number one. I thought these were actually pretty interesting. So four of them. Four of them. Let's talk about I'll, I'll go through the description. Let's let's yammer back and forth. Uh fill some time. That's why I always <laughs> like to argue. Let's fill some time. All right, number one, the rise of Gen Alpha. That's right, Kirby. People are still grappling with Gen Z, but Gen Alpha is reaching their teens and nearly half of under 13s have a social media profile. Hmm. Children under 12 influence parenting decisions to the tune of $670 billion a year. And the majority, 52%, Choose to spend pocket money on online games like Roblox and things like that. And they, they tend to spend money on uh, customizing their virtual avatars. Okay. Uh, do you think it's time to tap into this trend or not? So I think that um, this is one of those moments where I, I become the old guy in the room. This makes me wildly uncomfortable. Um, there is never a point in our lives growing up, Bill, where our parents handed us a $1,000 piece of machinery that has casino-like algorithms in it and said, Hey, mm-hmm. good luck. And that's what we're doing. So the idea that we, of and by the way, of course they have, um, spending influence. Kids have always had spending influence. It's the reason, it, you know, McDonald's was so popular because that's where we wanted to go with happy meals and whatever. Right. Um, but the idea that I would, as an organization, start targeting those, I'm not comfortable with that. Now I'm not in retail. And so I'm not in that kind of business, but no, I don't like that. That makes me wildly uncomfortable. I have to agree with you. I think, you know, uh, there's money to be, if here's, here's the challenge in a capitalist society, if there's money to be made, someone will figure out how to make the money. And as you have deeper access and easier access through those thousand dollar machines, you have easier access to that audience. Um, it's going to just explode. Mm-hmm. Now I could argue though, you and I growing up, used to wake up early on a Saturday morning and watch cartoons and we'd have commercials for Hot Wheels. Sure. We'd have commercials for Fruit Loops and all those mm-hmm. other things. So yeah. I don't think the targeting of kids under 12 has changed. Yeah. I think the technology has changed and it makes it so you're inundated with it. Yeah. And, and I think that uh, uh, no argument, right? Of course. When I'm watching Bugs Bunny and they they, they did the, the cartoons, that's sure. fine. Number one, the, yep. the the access to it was just less, right? There was only so many yep. channels. There Absolutely. was there was and and so and the it, 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 I think studies. This is one of those times we're living through a super interesting time, and I think social media and the sort of the splintering of cable news. We're going to look back at the impact that that's having on our mental health, and it, it yeah. people in future generations are going to go, why didn't they see that? And, but we're living through it right now. And so it just, I, I, this is one of those where I don't have studies in front of me. I can't give you the things. It's not good. And so, no, that's where I'm at. I I agree with you. I I agree with you again. And it starts with though, you know, if my parents didn't want me to watch TV, TV, they'd walk in, turn it off and I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't go in my room and have a portable device to get additional input. So I think it's a challenge, but I do think from a marketing perspective, and that's what, if we talk about yep. just that from that perspective, it is going to accelerate. It is going to increase. Yep. It is a thing. All right. Number two, the fall of Meta and Twitter. 
Um, how this is going to disrupt brand ad uh, investment. Meta's gamble on the metaverse has not paid off. Uh, so their far, stock yeah. has, uh, has fluctuated quite a lot negatively. Mm-hmm. Twitter, I think that's self-explanatory. I'll almost be surprised if Twitter makes it through the end of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. Hot prediction there. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I, think, it open, I think it's open. Go ahead. No, go ahead, please. Meta at least feels like it has a little bit more of a, a firm foundation. Yeah, I think Twitter is a <laughs> Twitter is a shit show, um, and it, it was a shit fire. show before, and now yeah, it's like yeah. not even a, a well organized shit show. And so I think at yeah. least I think Meta has more staying power. So if it can overcome that, maybe there's something there. But that's that's an interesting yeah. question. Yeah. So it's really open to both of these platforms, which, you know, uh, Facebook feels old to a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, Twitter is imploding, as we talked about. It's really opened the door for TikTok. It's no longer up and coming. If you think it is, you're you're wrong. It's projected to add nearly, get the stat, Kirby. It's projected to add nearly 10 million social buyers this year. That's almost twice the combined increase for Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. So I think it's time to pay some pretty close attention to TikTok. And that sure. means people like me who yeah. I, I, my thing about TikTok, I just don't want another social channel I have to deal with. I mean, it, it has nothing to do with anything else. My wife loves TikTok. She'll scroll through the videos and I get the appeal of it. I really do. I see some funny stuff on there, entertaining yeah. stuff, but it's just another thing. It's kind of what we talked about earlier, another electronic device taking me away from reality. And I don't yeah. love that, but I think we. I think it's incumbent upon us as marketers really pay attention of how to leverage TikTok. Well, can I just say that? Uh, so Jade, my youngest daughter, yep. has joined our company, and she's mm-hmm. helped us, and she convinced me really in the yep. last month and a half that we've increased. You know, we've had no presence, but now Hasma Marketing right. has a presence on TikTok. And what's interesting to me is we are utilizing the platform to go there, Instagram, and so a couple of the places we weren't right. playing. Merge and, it together. And in February, our uh, traffic to our site was up um, over a thousand users. That's great. So, and and specifically from social, so you can track it between a Google Direct and social. And yeah, it's it again. I'm not sure I'm tracking it to specific purchases mm-hmm. yet, but is it having an impact? It is. So it's interesting. My my only thing is I wonder again, and, and it, it we'll talk about this at another time, but fads come faster and leave faster than ever yeah, before fair. and so i don't know what the staying power of tiktok is especially with all the government um, you know concerns about yeah. the data mining from china and all that so but it is something we all need to pay close attention to as markers number three kirby friends as influencers brands are exploring hyper personalized recommendations so of the 12 sectors examined in a recent survey of fifteen thousand respondents in 15 different global markets Social media was dead last in the trust rating at 47%. Mm-hmm. So trust is hard to come come by on social and it's yeah. been decreasing. I think we we know that, right? Yeah, this is, this so is the, a, the, the oldest, tri- like this is not much of a prediction from my perspective. Yeah. No, no, but here's one that's interesting though. So the move toward micro and nano influencers, we talked about this on a podcast maybe four or five months ago, briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, so influencers with 100, under 100,000 followers are in the highest demand. Hmm, okay. So not the, the Kim Kardashians of the world, it's the Kirby Hossamans of the world that are in demand. And 55% of marketers believe them to have better connection than their higher profile peers. Kirby, what do you think about that? No, I think to me, that's the the one that makes 
the most sense so far that I've heard. Um, you know, I think that part of the idea of social media done right is that it does enhance actual relationships. As you know, again, I, I think we give credit to Danny Rosen when we say the social media will never replace the handshake, but it'll tur turn a handshake into a hug. I think yeah. that do when done right, that's what it does. Um, and I think that those smaller, I mean, 100,000 followers is a lot, right? Like um, yeah. those, those folks still have some um, touch Juice. with the folks that are, are um, actually following them. And so, yeah, that to me, that's not a surprise at all. No, I think what we're seeing is, and everything is cyclical. Right. Everything goes back and forth on a pendulum. Right. And I think what we're seeing is really the increase in peer-to-peer -peer influencing. Yeah. Um, if you tell me to try a restaurant, Carby, mm -hmm. and I've dined with you, I know what you like to eat. So if you like it, I'm probably going to like it. I'm going right. to go. Yeah, exactly. That has far more sway to me than a bunch of people saying, brand new restaurant, man, it's awesome. People I don't know, because I immediately wonder how many of those are manufactured, how many of those are made up. You know, again, I don't have much trust in that stuff on social media, yeah. but if I see someone I know or someone I respect an individual, totally. that's different. So last one, uh, trend today and gone tomorrow. We talked about this a little bit. Trend life spans are becoming shorter and shorter. Mm -hmm. Now I, you know me, Kirby, I have never, ever, ever been a fan of following trends. I think it's always a mistake to follow a trend. I think it's important to be, pay attention to trends, but I don't like following trends because attention spans are shorter right. and shorter. So I want to, since trends are shorter and shorter and shorter, what do you think about following trends as, as from an influencer marketing perspective? Yeah, I, I, I kind of go both on both sides of this. So I'll, I'll, I'll argue with you just for the sake of the discussion. Please do. So I, I, it, and it's give credit where credit is due. I think I heard this from Gary Vaynerchuk, where he talked mm -hmm. about jumping on these not necessarily trends, but different platforms. He said so many times, even if the platform goes away, that each platform brings a different skill set. And then if you gather those skill sets, then once TikTok takes off and, and actually does show some lasting power, the things that you yep. learned on Instagram will pull, you know, pull right. through. And I think that is sort of my overall take. I think when uh, Clubhouse became, you know, went really fast. I think both of us were like, well, I'm kind of at least intrigued. Um, yeah. And I think both of us sort of predicted. We called it out. Uh, gonna that go it was probably going to go away pretty quick, but I did understand the, the, the concept. And I thought, mm -hmm. you know, being an early player in that still does have value. I think sure. what it is, is just knowing that you're, and, and you and I've talked about this. And so I, maybe this is sort of my take on it is that you don't go specifically all in on one new platform you build, mm -hmm. you put all the tools in the toolbox. And I think that's yeah. where it's like, when people say, you know, we've talked about this, oh, email's dead. I think they're completely full of shit. And so it's like, that's just one tool in the toolbox. If you built your yeah. whole business on email, then yeah, maybe you're screwed. You should be building across platforms. And I think those skills yeah. will translate. And I think there's two parts of that conversation. One is the new social media platforms that pop up, which was kind of what you were addressing. And I yeah. agree with you. I know how to use TikTok. I just sure. don't because I it's a bandwidth issue. It's, yeah, it's a course. time issue and I don't want to do it. But I think there's also the trend issue, the actual just weird trends that cycle through social right, media. Right, right. Okay, and yeah. I think, yeah. man, I, so I think there's two sides of it. And I love what you said about the platform part of it. I absolutely agree with you there. I think if you ignore platforms, I mean, I've said this to my kids for years. If a brand new email 
uh, uh, client shows up that is people start starting to take notice of, I immediately grab Bill Petrie at whatever. I did it with Twitter until it got <laughs> taken away and hacked. <laughs> but I've done that every, I've always done that. So I've always been an early adopter. I think being an early adopter for technology trends is smart. I think when it comes to actual trends that flow through the ether, that flow through life, I think it's important to consider the timing of it and how quickly you go in or out. Um, for example, um, I had a great example and I just lost it. So there you go. Um, <laughs> the trend uh, left, came in your brain and it left just as it fast. Did. It did. But I mean, there's a life cycle. There's a life cycle to it. And what was that show on Netflix last year? It was a Korean show with oh, the, yeah. the person with the money. Squid Game? Is that what it's called? Squid Game. Thank you. Yeah. So very, Never watched it. I, I got into Squid Game early on. I made a brand of eight ad for Squid Game. And if I hadn't done it within the first two to three weeks that that was released on Netflix, people would never have known or understood it. Right. So you have to get in at the right time and realize that it is a life cycle and write it and get out. It's almost like a short selling a stock. Right. Get into the trend and get out. But if you can't get in, don't get in too late. It's better to ignore it. So really interesting stuff. Really yeah, interesting that, stuff. Kirby. It really is, dude. That really, I, I, I like it. I love it when you bring up lists. It's so funny to me because I like the people lists. And yeah. you like the trend or the topic lists, I and I like I like it all. So I think it's fun. We like all the lists here at yeah, Bravo right. Upfront. Well, cool, man. Uh, we are about thirty minutes in. You want to do another are topic? Or are we? I got a quick one. Okay, let's do it. Actually, do you have a quick one? No, you go ahead. If... All right. Um, so I actually saw this. Uh, are you familiar with the candy bar Toblerone, Kirby? Oh yeah, Toblerone. yeah, yeah. Toblerone. Yes. Have you heard about this? All right. I so... think so. They must now alter their packaging because it does not meet Swissness laws. It does not meet <laughs> Swissness laws. So the brand is going to be stripped of its iconic Matterhorn Mountain logo because of Swiss regulations. Now, the brand's owner, which is U.S.-based, it's Mondelez, um, is shifting parts of its production from Bern, Switzerland to Slovakia. Now... The Swiss law states that national symbols can only be used on chocolate products when, one, the milk comes exclusively from Switzerland, okay. and number two, at least 80% of the other ingredients must be Swiss sourced. Okay. I guess that's not the case anymore. So they're going to change the, the, the carton from of Switzerland to founded in Switzerland. Okay. And they're going to remove the Swissness notice on the package, and they're going to pay homage to Switzerland by using a, quote, modernized and streamlined mountain logo consistent with geometric triangular aesthetics. Okay. Kirby, I find this fascinating that the Swiss government is that stringent in terms of what they consider their metrics for quality. So this might shock you. I absolutely applaud this. They have specific strict metrics the uh, Toblerone is no longer going to be following them. They're not inside that line. They can no longer be considered almost a Swiss product at this point. And I actually think that's great in a society where we're too eager to bend rules to make people happy. I love this type of militant stance. What say you, Kirby? Yeah, I, I, as you were, I, I'd read the headline. So I appreciate you yeah. giving me a little bit more perspective. And as you were explaining it, I was like, yeah, makes sense to me. Those are the rules. Uh, you know, yeah. I think- there are rules around, you know, when something is a made in the USA product or there's yeah. a this or there's a that. I think that there needs to be some um, some standard that yep. whatever it is. So, yeah, I, I think it's funny 
Um, but I think, you know, Toblerone had to have known that if they were moving the company from manufacturing in Switzerland out, that Switzerland might take some issue with that. So yeah, I, I, I now will it affect whether or not I buy a Toblerone? Absolutely not. doesn't affect me at all, but uh, I, I kind of like it. Is it Toblerone or Toblerone? I've always said Toblerone. I, 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 I'm hardly an expert on that and hardly, right. uh, but I'm going Toblerone. All right, listener, let's hear from you. Uh, <laughs> 615-301. No, uh, no, I, I don't know. Is it Toblerone or Toblerone? All I know is I cannot wait to have myself some Slovakian chocolate. That's <laughs> me personally. And you know what else I can't wait for, Curry? What's that? A bro? company to come along to make my life easier. But thankfully, I don't have to wait. In, in years past, I'd have to wait and wonder and figure it out and think about it. Not anymore. Not nope. in 2023, Kirby, because that company already exists. It's Evans Manufacturing. That's right. They're fully dedicated and only dedicated to making your distributor life easier. And that's every department. It's from account representation to customer care to manufacturing to packaging to decoration. They have it all. And it's all focused on making your life easier. Uh, you talk about kind of relieving some of that stress because we do live in a stressful world and we sure. work in a very stressful industry. So you want to partner with a company that's going to make that life just a bit easier and maybe even more than a bit, head over to Evans Manufacturing at evans-mfg.com. Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to fight through a train, fight through vacation reentry, and fight through my mispronunciation of chocolate bars from Switzerland. <laughs> Thanks, man.